Sticky Standards, number nine. Sticky Standards. Professional learning that sticks. Welcome back to another episode of Sticky Standards. I'm Tamara Conradi, and I'm in the studio with Dana Richardson. Today, we plan on visiting about outcomes, the seventh professional learning standard um, by Learning Forward. In our previous episodes, we have given an introduction on learning communities, leadership, resources, data, learning designs, implementation, and today we are going to dig into outcomes. Dana, what is the professional learning standard outcomes? Well, really, it is the what. So, you know, we've talked about the why, we've talked about the how, but the outcomes is about the what. There are lots of standards. You know, there are teacher standards. There are now teacher leader standards in some states. Kansas has teacher leader standards. There are administrative standards. There are teacher, there are kid standards, common core. So a standard, again, is the what. What is it we want them to know? And we talked earlier, remember, in one of our introductions about that uh, standard is that that level of excellence, whether we're a referee or whatever we are. It's the what. It's what the characteristics looks like. But again, I love the whole idea of, of what are those teacher standards in Kansas? Almost, I think, everywhere in the whole country, we are... Uh, adopting and adapting uh, education, educator evaluation standards and processes and systems. And they all have much in common. Think about it. Well, one thing that I know across the United States Mm -hmm. is the evaluation process, but also it involves student achievement. So it really hits two of these big Mm -hmm. ideas with outcomes, Mm -hmm. meeting not only performance standards as a teacher, but making sure that our students actually learn, Mm -hmm. which is addressing those learning outcomes. The third big piece of outcomes is building coherence. Mm -hmm. When we talk about building coherence, what exactly is Learning Forward talking about? What we're talking about there is making connections. And we're building on what we already know. So again, if we're introducing Common Core, uh, there are some new parts of it, but there are things that we know. Or maybe if we're introducing project-based learning as a learning design, let's ask everyone, what do you know about this? And so we can build on what you know. So it's really validating some great practices that have been done in the past. It's not introducing everything as a new practice. That's right. I think we have to be careful, though, too, of not validating ineffective practice. That's right. Because I know working in some school districts, you know, oh, well, we've done that for years, Mm -hmm. which it really hasn't been that practice. It's it's what they're (coughs) interpreting. So, But really validating people's past experience and behaviors and Mm -hmm. practices Mm -hmm. that... um, Because the reason we want to do that, because then they can build higher. You know, that quote about standing on the shoulders of giants. Well, we we are here, so we want to move more, we want to move forward. So I think, again, when this really can tie into, well, they all tie together, but... Back to those learning communities and how we can have those conversations. Well, how did we do this before? Whether it's um, 
quantum learning or there's so many different models that we've used. Well, which part of that fits into this? So I, I just, that was a new word for me, actually, coherence. But it's making all of those connections. So like you said, we don't start from scratch. Right. All of the standards, whether it's uh, teacher standards or administrator standards, kids standards. So I like that whole idea of um, coherence. Well, the thing that comes to mind is just like in the classroom, you know, activating prior knowledge is such an important piece of learning Mm -hmm. that it's the same thing with adult learning is let's activate that prior knowledge. Mm-hmm. What's hap- what do we already know? Mm-hmm. And let's build on it. Yes. So I think that's pretty simple, but yet I'm so glad they included it because I always use, I'm not always, but I often use technology as an example. You know, once you've learned something, um, it seems easy to move the next step, but you have to be very clear going back to CBAM again that we talked about in our last session. Where are they in that level of use? Where are they in their knowledge? Because we want to take them right where they are to get over the bridge. And we don't want to assume because um, the curse of knowledge sometimes is the opposite. You know, we think everybody knows it because we know it. So again, being sure that we're coherent, that we know what they know, and we can take them to a higher level. That really makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Well, and I really like the outcome as a standalone Mm -hmm. professional learning standard. And I I know these all are combined, and Mm -hmm. you can't have one and not the other, or Mm -hmm. something's missing with the implementation. But with outcomes, if you're not really clear, how can you design your learning? You really can't. I mean, what data will you use? If you're not really clear on the outcome, how do you know what data you might use to really see if it's working? What resources will you, you know, devote to this project? So outcomes seems to be such an important, I mean, they're all important, but if you're not really clear as a group what the outcome is, Mm -hmm. I could see a lot of false starts with implementation. That's right. Or misalignment of goals. Um, I've done this presentation that is, you know, you've seen it, I'm sure, that people just, arrows are going everywhere, where you want arrows going the same direction. And so I think that's what this co- that's what this standard's about. We all want to be going across the bridge in the same direction because, we, because it's best for kids. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the piece is what we think is best for kids sometimes it takes some time to dialogue and really mm-hmm. discuss what is best for kids. Mm-hmm. There are different viewpoints out there. And as a, as a team, whether it be a PLC group, whether it be a school group um, or a district or even a state and national group, mm-hmm. trying to get on the same page and really designing specific outcomes that everyone is committed to. Those outcomes, again, I've always used, I mean, I've been using three little words, four actually, clear expectations. So once we have that dialogue, once we know we have clear expectations, then putting the accountability in there and then communicating it. Hmm. And when we do all of those things, it's going to be good for kids. Absolutely. With all of these standards, I think that kind of wraps all of that up. And I think another, around coherence, an expectation that Learning Forward has also is that people come ready to learn. So professional learning happens when we walk in the door ready to learn. 
have a button on that says, I'm a learner. That's interesting. Because as we offer, you know, ESDAC mm-hmm. here, we offer a lot of professional learning opportunities. And on, on, on our feedback survey, we actually asked that question. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. At what level were you ready to be a learner? Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly the wording right. of the question, right. but it's asking that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting when they mark that low because their experience isn't as great as those mm-hmm. that have that commitment and that desire to learn in the first place. Mm-hmm. We, we um, I think so, at times in our system, we have been taught to be passive learners, mm-hmm. but that's a choice we can make. It is. Are we passive or are we going to be an active learner? And all of us can make that choice. Absolutely. If we walk in the door and have a button on that says, I'm a learner. And we go from there. So I think maybe even underneath the basement of the foundation Mm -hmm. is that they walk in the door ready to learn and with an openness to learn. And then all these outcomes fall into place. And they, in fact, all of the standards fall in place. So I think we've done a good job here of doing an overview of all seven of these standards. And um, that's pretty exciting. But it happens in our brain, doesn't it? When we talk about that change process, mm-hmm. when, when we talk about learning, it happens in individual brains when we learn. Like you said, we have provided a quick <laughs> overview of all of the seven professional learning standards. In the next series of podcasts, we'll be focusing on the application of each standard by visiting with practitioners. Yes, we will. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Dana. You're so welcome.